Good evening. Uh, continuing our conversation about Bishal Akum. Um, so we've talked already so far about the, the status of the Isser and the possibilities of uh, items that aren't Bechlal the Isser in the first place. So just not a problem with those issues. But let's assume you have an item that is, you know, uh, it is, it, you can't eat it raw. And it would for sure go on the, or it would go for sure be served on a, you know, at the king's table, at, the, at, a, at a White House dinner. So most foods that we cook. So how do I avoid Bishlakum in such a scenario? If you think about it, every restaurant you've been to in, in your life probably, right, has people who are, oftentimes, people who are not Jewish cooking in the, in the kitchen. Right? Any cafeteria, any place you go, and many people in their own homes have someone who cooks in their house. So how do you avoid Bishlakum in those scenarios? So the number, number one is that if the Jew has already cooked the item, and it's just being reheated by a, Jew, by a non-Jew, that's not Bishlakum. You have a rule in Hilchah Shabbos, in Bishal, Acher Bishal. Once you've already cooked the item, so that's not a problem. Reheating is not going to be a problem of, uh, of Bishal Acher. In fact, the Gemara, in Shabbat, the Gemara in Avodah Zarah already says that if a person, even if a Jew just cooked the item a third of the way, what's called Meichel Ben Jersai, it's edible enough. Right? You cooked it, Meichel Ben Jersai, and then afterwards, the non-Jew would go ahead and, and finish it off, also okay. Because you did the cooking and you made it edible enough, so at that point, if the non-Jew uh, cooks it more, so that's not going to be a problem. So, so for someone who's not Jewish, reheating an item that you already cooked, that you already cooked, that's not going to be an issue. But what about a scenario where it's not true, where the item is totally raw? So how does that work? So the, it's a machlokas between the machaber and the Ramah. The machaber writes that a Jew has to be involved in the bishop process, and, if the, uh, uh, and, and he says it's not enough just for the Jew to turn the fire because you have to actually put the food in the oven. You have to actually be involved in the process of cooking. Um, uh, and, and the Ramah writes, is not true. The Ramah writes that the Minog is that as long as the, not, as the Jew turns the fire on or flips the coals or whatever, that's going to be enough to make the uh, food no longer upon Bishal Akim. So that, the, the, the Pesach of Ramah is a big save, saving grace for us in our, you know, in hotels and restaurants and all kinds of scenarios, where what ha- ends up happening is in the morning, what happens? The the Jewish uh, mashkiach shows up, he lights the fire and finished. You're good for the rest of the day. If the fire shuts off, then you're in trouble. You gotta have right, the, the Jew's gonna have to light it again. But as long as the Jew lights the fire, so you're gonna be fine. Um, but but if the Jew does not light the fire, then you really have a problem. And if you have and if you're a Svardi, for Svardim it's a bigger a bigger shadow because for Svardim the mechaber passes is not enough. Uh, but this comes up all the time. I had this question recently. Someone was asking, they're going on a trip, and they have to have, uh, they want to have a, you know, they're going to a place where there's not, not kosher food, and they want to bring salmon and have the non-Jew, you know, put that salmon in the oven for them, double wrap, etc. So I said, it's all fine, except for one problem. Either you have to turn on the fire, or you have to put it in the oven yourself. One or the other. Right? If you have to do one or the other. Just handing, just handing it to them, and they put it in, in the oven, it's not going to be enough, because even though it's not, not, a, not a kosher issue, it's going to become a bishal akim issue. Yeah. Right, so, so salmon, if it could be eaten raw, maybe, but typically we assume items that are, that are typically not eaten raw, so that's going to be an issue. So, uh, so that, that's the way we typically get around this problem. Same thing if someone has someone lives in their house, who cooks in the house. It's going to be the same thing. You, if, you, if you have the, some people, what they do is they turn the fire on to a, you know, very low in the morning, and they leave, the person's going to be in the house with them, so then fine, they, they can raise and lower the heat, but if you, raise and lower the fire. But if the person's going to turn the fire on themselves and cook themselves, that's going to become a problem with visual outcome. But as long as you have yourself involved in the cooking, so then, so then uh, you turn on the fire, etc., or even they turn the fire on, but you put the, fire, you put the food on, so then you're going to avoid, uh, avoid the issue of, uh, of, of Bishop. It's true. If a Jew lights a pallet light, so then, then there's no problem. The problem is 
nowadays, most, sto- most stoves have some power lights anymore. You still live in Washington Heights, so we have power lights. Uh, but today, no, no one has a power light anymore. But you're right. If a Jew lights a power light, then you have that, that most, many posts can assume that that's enough. Then every time you turn on the fire, you're just extending the fire from the power light. And that, that would typically be a great head there. The problem is that most, most stovetops today don't have power lights anymore. So it doesn't, become, uh, it doesn't make it practical for most of us.